Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. It is now 10 minutes after 5 o'clock and time for the interview. We're in conversation this afternoon with Sboni Sotuma, who's the chairperson of the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal. Today we dissect the politics of the African National Congress in KwaZulu-Natal. The province will send the biggest delegation to the ANC's elective conference, which is due to commence next week Friday. However, it is no secret that the ANC branches in KwaZulu-Natal are split between those supporting the Cocta Minister, Dr. Nkosa Zanadlamini-Zuma, and former Health Minister, Dr. Zwilim Kiza and those in favor of President Cyril Ramaphosa retaining the leadership of the party. This despite the Provincial Executive Committee having publicly endorsed Mkize as its preferred candidate to go up against President Ramaphosa for the presidency of the party. So how confident is the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal that their presidential candidate will emerge victorious this time around? For more on this, we're joined by Sboni Sotuma, who's the chairperson of the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal. We're also taking your calls on zero. And you can drop me a voice note on 0614-104-107 and a tweet at Aldrin Simpia. Sboniso, good afternoon. Afternoon, brother Simpia. How are you today? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you so much for making time for us. But how are you guys doing in KZN? Greetings to your viewers at home as well or listeners. So let me not make a mistake of only greeting yourself. No, I think the province of Pasmatali are doing well under circumstances because the reality is that after COVID-19, after the July unrest, after the issue of floods, we had to suffer some of the matters. So the reality is that there were already triple challenges. So we had to balance some of those imbalance equations. But under the circumstances, government is slowly getting closer. We've gone back using Izimbizo as a tool of communicating back the message, positive message to our people. I think last week we launched, like all other provinces, the issue of World AIDS Day, the Prima in Newcastle. So I think the ground is fertile. People are comfortable that as government, we are coming back to them. In terms of going back to basic with our branches, we've already started the process. I'm sure you've seen how we've been performing as well in some of the strategic key challenges in the province. Okay, um, let's quickly then speak about what's currently happening with the, with the current affairs. Um, heading into that special NEC that took place, um, that took place, I think it was, was it on Monday? Yeah, that special NEC yes, that took, yeah, the special NEC that took place on Monday, and the one before that that, that was postponed to Monday. Um, KZN was quite clear on um, the report that was issued. Um, this is now the expert panel report, the Section eighty nine panel report. What do you think happened during the meeting um, that you were unable to persuade other NEC meetings around the position that you had taken around what you expect President Saral Ramaphosa to do? I'm sure you've seen our consistency between the chair and the secretary of Kwasmatal and the PC of Kwasmatal. We would like to maintain the internal party politics to remain internal. You know, we have a spokesperson at the national level he must have articulated the position of the ANC. It becomes easy because it, it's clumsy when, as individual members, we debate what transpires in the inner circle of the ANC. I don't believe in that. I believe that even if means we have a position, then we must maintain it. Even if we are strong, when we are defeated, it must be a collective option of the ANC. At this point in time, we stand 
resolute to what transpired in the NEC. No matter whether we are happy or not happy, we will remain vigilant. That at the right time, internal matters should be debated so that we bring back the culture of uniting the organization. We can't be lobbying and advocating for a view, no matter how strong it is. Then we go outside and talk what was our sentiment. It's not about our sentiments. NC has a culture. ANC has a rich history of even when we have differed on a certain matter, when the resolution or when the consensus has been reached, it has been reached. So we are bounded, we ought to be bounded by that resolution. So that is our position mm-hmm. at this point in time. So that the message remains clear when we say that let us unite, let us rally behind the vision of a leader in the ANC. We must also be talking about something that we are able to. Ah, sure. I, I understand your commitment to the uh, to to the to the resolution that was taken, but what I'm trying to get to is what is it that persuaded KZN? I'm sure KZN. If you remember, we had something because NC is compelled in each and every two and a half two and a half years that we ought to have an NGC, to have a policy conference. Mm-hmm. So we had our views. Like, for instance, we remain resolute on the issue of the establishment of state bank. Women remain resolute on the issue of the, the dissolution of the system that deals with the issue of land in the country. That's why I said that they have expropriate the land without compensation. So going towards that NC, we've been saying that there is a need for us to be dealing with an ideological system that is going to destroy the movement. Amongst those is the issue that... We won political power in 94. We don't have economic power yet. So whatever that might be addressing or that might be affecting Cynthia as a, an individual, let us remain principles if you want to deliberate. So I think that's what, if I can just be clinical on the approach, the, 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 the report has came back. Unfortunately, if we had to subject this thing to legislature or to national assembly already you are setting the national speaker for sale because there are principles that you must adhere as a ruling party if the constitution have already given a current call certain an issue you must just follow those trends so as a movement we ought to understand that whether is it not the right time whether we poke towards a constitutional democracy as opposed, a parliamentary democracy as opposed to the constitution, because there is an, an issue of overreach. So whether it has been, we've been saying that during Jacob Zuma as a president, it must remain when Cyril Ramaphosa is a president. So that is where we are. I'm sure you would want me to be more transparent or more mm. giving gray or black and white, and I don't believe in that because it's done deliberate. So that at the right time, in the plenary, in the conference, we are able to raise our views, and when our views prevail, we are fine. But if they don't, we know that at least we could still talk about the principle. As opposed to other people who talk about renewal, then go outside and lambast other people or lambast comrades and insult comrades. So, so, so is KZN advocating for a parliamentary democracy, not a constitutional <laughs> democracy? And how we've does spoken, that work? <laughs> we've, we've spoken about that. I'm sure you remember that even in, in, in the old PC. Yeah. In, in the, in so the so that is essentially going back to the apartheid system. 
That's what you're asking for. That's not true. That's not true. In fact, go check all the developmental settings because if the reality is that as we speak, the issue of constitution, if we're going to have an adequate, adequate chance, I was just going to dissect the reality that if you want to address the imbalances of the past, you're using the current setup of, of the constitution, you're not going to win in many areas. So we are saying that you will find that parliamentarians are voted into power, but the reality is some of the decisions are taken by the judicial system. And in some instances, judiciary, there is an overreach. You've seen in many more cases, even in the case law that has transpired, that no, there is an issue of judicial overreach. So which is why we are saying that if the parliament has been given mandate by the society, they ought to be giving the current call on the matters. And in most cases, that's why I'm saying that go to U.S. UK's, they are using that system. Mm. Are you complaining about them? No, they are not in an apartheid regime. Go to other developmental countries, China, for instance. So why in South Africa we have to be compelled to a system that is not viable, that is not addressing the imbalances? I could just also off the tangent the bit talk about the procurement, such procurement bill in, in, in the country. There is a serious complaint that, as we speak, a lot of service providers who are black in particular have been blacklisted are not benefiting in the process. The those who are regarded as have have been benefiting mm-hmm. in the system. Yep. And you know that the majority of those companies who are bigger they'll just appeal the process, delay the process, go to court. Freedom Front Pass will always tell the the Africa Forum will take government to court and delay the decision. So those are the realities. Okay. Um let's quickly go to Anonymous who's joining us on the line. Anonymous, good afternoon. Hi, afternoon, uh, Ed Green, and uh, con- congratulations to Mr. Swani Saduma. Look, um, um, I just want to congratulate him. He's very matured and very professional, and I think he really needs support, which I think he's not going to get from his uh, uh, provincial executive committee. The issue of consistency, I think it's one big challenge that he has to, to address. In public... The secretary, as an example, will speak very negative about the president. He will criticize and say the ANC of 2010 would not keep quiet when money is uh, placed under the sofa. Yet, on the other hand, he will say the remain the president must uh, be protected, and we give him support. I just want to caution him on bands that he really needs to be very careful, but otherwise we, we wish them mm-hmm. good luck in the province. Okay. But the issue of consistency is the big one to me. Sponi, so do you think that there is some double speak that is coming out of the um, out of the top five at least of the ANC in, in, in KZN? Uh, because when, when, of course, Mdolo had said that they'd expect that the president um, would do the right thing, which is resign, as Nelson Mandela, he says, would would have resigned. And that, chan- that stance then changed. But is it okay to argue that the stance changed on the basis of um, the resolution that was taken by the, by, by the ANC? What happened to that moral stance that was taken by the ANC in KZN? I'm sure the issue of consistency is something that needs a proper benchmark if you have to follow it. I think provincial secretary have been the one who've been articulating that even if it means that we think that the president must do the right thing, but if you go into the meeting that take a resolution, 
and that decision is not even something that would have taken. We are bounded by them. We ought to be bound by them. machine. I don't think there is something that has been said by the provincial sector of Congress in Tolo that is not adhering to our principles because the reality is that you have, in fact, let us talk about the issue of step aside. You'll find that it has affected some of the comrades in the, in the past. Was it fair? We are saying that at this point in time, it has been weaponized, an instrument that has been weaponized that we don't say it's, it's a correct tool of analysis. So we are saying that, unfortunately, as a revolutionary organization, and you know that when you are elected into a leadership, then you become an advanced someone, then a structure, you remain an advanced detachment. Like in the province, we ought to respect the, the constitution of our country. We, also, we ought to behave better than anyone in the community because we lead a revolutionary organization that fought for the freedom, that liberated our people. So there are those people patterns that are expected out of us as leadership. And that is why initially I said that there is a system in our country that we still have to dismantle because the apartheid regime might have died at, at the level of us getting political power, but economical power, not yet. Mm-hmm. The release of Janos Walos is a typical example of telling you that we are not yet free. Something ought to be done because Janos killed and murdered the revolution or the democracy. It is the same democracy that he must benefit out of it because Comrade Christian was not a murder. It was beyond the issue of murder. So it was supposed to be dissected okay. using those tools. So that's where we are. So, so I just quickly want to do some scenario planning with you um, or discussion around scenario planning. So the ANC in KZN is um, supporting um, Dr. Zuelim Kize to take over. Um, and I see that the clarity also is that although you accept the stance that is taken by the NEC um, to support the incumbent president um, with the Palapala matter, however, though, that doesn't mean um, that you support him for re-election to the position as the president of the ANC. What happens then if um, Dr. Zuelim Kize is elected as the ANC president and then charges are pressed against him, let's say even before he's elected as ANC, um, ANC president, or even before you head into the conference, who do you support then? I'm sure you've already mentioned that it's a scenario planning. Yeah. It would, it would be better that we cross that bridge when we are there. But scenario planning is working ahead, isn't it? No, no, no. <laughs> not really. In some instances, you create a problem, scenario, sentiment that might not be the reality. Because let's say a hypothetical example, mm-hmm. I will want at least to follow the queue. What will usually happen? If someone has been charged, we are clear that we rally behind the vision of the constitution currently. And we are also emphatic on the point that it is it is critical. That is why I'm the one who hinted to you that leadership in terms of barometer, in terms of the benchmark, we are measured not like an ordinary civilian, not ordinary citizen. So we ought to be at least above the report we ought to be at least to be behaving broader as leadership because that's what is expected of leadership but the scenario of the conference the branches have already spoken that our mm-hmm. preferred candidate is and but Moni, so you don't want to tell me that you do, you you haven't anticipated possibility of criminal charges being pressed against dr zulim kiza which would then nullify him that is why, in fact, uh, I wouldn't want. I think you've had 
Cynthia, that mind is on a principle perception rather than an individualistic driven. Yeah. As I was saying, that let's create a scenario. In South Africa, like someone says, if, if, if Cynthia has been charged, we know the cues, we know the processes, we know the thrill. Mm. That is the reality. But you want me to buckle down on an individual because you'll find that probably there will be more members who might be charged in the future. And already there are resolutions that we support that have been taken by the movement. That, for instance, if you have killed someone as an ANC, no one is going to defend you. So do you have an alternative? No, no, no. That is why. <laughs> is it, you can give me a yes or no. You don't have to give me a name. But do you have an alternative? I think, I think let's wait for the conference. Because I've been advocating the principle that you won't find that, amongst other things, we are persuading each other as provinces mm-hmm. that what will unite the ANC? Because ours is fixated on 2024. It is where the issue, the litmus test of us as a united organization, because we wouldn't want to divide the organization in eight days' time. Yet we know that only less than 18 months before the election, we want to unite the organization, mm-hmm. advocate and consolidate okay. the strength of what has been transferred from this organization that won the democracy, that has built hope, that has built housing. That yeah. has okay, let's, let's quickly go to Romeo because we're running out of time. Romeo is joining us from KZN. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Aldrin, and uh, good afternoon to my chairman, uh, uh, Mr. Duma, or Comrade Duma. Uh, I just want to quickly ask you this question. I don't know whether it's going to fit. From this morning in the news, they were saying the chairmen and the secretaries of all the nine provinces, they are going to sit um, in connection of focusing of this forthcoming conference. I wanted to talk about the step aside. Isn't it not good if I suggest this idea? I don't know whether it's going to work uh, to align the constitution of the ANC or whatever, a particular part, to be aligned with the labor laws in terms of whoever found in in discipline within the organization can be suspended without any uh, problem. Rather, to suspend somebody at the end of the day, um, the person will be found not killed, or if it goes in line with the government laws, like you... Okay, Romeo, I need you to conclude your, your, mark, your point quickly. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Okay. If you put a criminal record, will you be found yourself in a position in which you want to aspire yourself to go into? Okay, Sboniso? I didn't capture correctly the essence of the question. So so the argument is around aligning the step-aside resolution to the constitution of the country as well as the labor laws. I'm sure if you had to go deeply on the issue of Bill of Rights, if you had to go to a process of of the justice system, you will find that in terms of the step-aside, it is something that was almost encroaching towards the individual's right which is why that clinically we are suggesting that if the constitution of the ANC is the benchmark and the supreme law of the land, it must be something that must be advanced and something that should be followed. That is why we are saying that ANC constitution on its own and the principle of discipline in the ANC is adequate without step aside. So step okay. aside is just an addendum, if I can just put it there. All right. And the meeting between the secretaries, the provincial secretaries?
No, no, in fact, there will be meetings, a lot of meetings. I'm already saying that I wouldn't want even to preempt. Yes, we'll be meeting as chairpersons and secretaries of the provinces till the end of the conference because we ought to shape. Because on the 20th, when the new president closed the conference, we must go back as the leadership of the province to make sure that let us salvage what is left of the gigantic movement. So mm-hmm. we have that duty. We are duty bound to be meeting and we must work because we must also be giving ingredients. All right. How do you make sure that we win the election? How do you make sure that you consultate on government, good governance and all those things? Um, I'm going to ask you again on scenario planning. Um, tomorrow, there is the expectation that the Integrity Commission will table its report on Parapan. Um, does the ANC in KZN have a stance if the commission finds that indeed the president must step aside? As far as we are aware, it, 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 we are not sure of, 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 of the way you get that because the scenario planning is dangerous because it is suggestive that you know the agenda. As far as we're concerned, tomorrow the leadership will be tabling the last report of what is going to be presented in the conference. So on the scenario of what is going to be happening, let us allow the two processes. The president has taken this process for review. The NSC will decide whether is that the right approach or not. Then at the right time, we will articulate our view internally in the process of the NC. I'm sure our position is well known what we stand for, what we've been aspiring for, what we want to advocate at this point in time. Thank you so much for your time. Sboni Sotuma is the chairperson of the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal. Time for the news headlines.